This is On Target, a look at politics, crime, education, what's happening in Newfoundland and Labrador with the people who know. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station. And now your On Target host, Linda Swain. And good afternoon, everyone. Well, uh, it's been a very busy news day today with some fast moving news but throughout of course the concerns surrounding health care remain the town of grand falls windsor is inviting residents to attend what they're calling a candid discussion this week about the health care changes that are coming to central newfoundland and what area residents need to know The gathering at the Classic Theatre on High Street this Wednesday at 7 p.m. is being held in partnership with the Grand Falls-Windsor Community Healthcare Coalition and will include Coalition Chair Cyril Farrell, Councillor Holly Dwyer, and it will be moderated by Grand Falls-Windsor Mayor Barry Manuel. He's my guest today on On Target. Hello. Good day, Linda. How are you? Oh, great. So this is pretty important, um, and you're, you're asking people to be there what changes are coming well of course i mean healthcare is in the news uh, every day as you mentioned and there are a ton of issues now around healthcare. It's very complicated and uh, we recognize first and foremost that you know healthcare is a provincial government responsibility and uh, a lot will fall to the new amalgamated board when the provincial authority starts sometime now this spring but for us, we recognize that the Health Accord uh, plan has been, uh, you know, submitted to government. It's available for people to read online. We have been taking part in town halls since this exercise began and well over a year ago now. And we find that people uh, may not understand what the Health Accord is all about or what the plan is for uh, changes to our health care, not just in Grand Falls, Windsor or the central region, but all over the province. As we know, this health care um health accord is is really the document that uh, all the decision makers are going to be focused on for the next 5 10 years or beyond and will really shape uh, our healthcare for the future and that speaks to the importance of why we want our residents to be engaged uh, that they should take a look at the health accord themselves i mean people want to know how it's going to impact them personally and their families and so on Uh, But for us, it's about getting the information out of what we've learned uh, in conjunction with the Healthcare Coalition, as you mentioned, do some presentations that would bring to light some issues as we see them, and then give the citizens, and uh, citizens, by the way, of the entire region are welcome, um, give them the opportunity to speak to some of the things that uh, are on their mind, and obviously uh, we'll move from there. So I think when people think about uh, healthcare changes, their first thoughts go to, uh-oh, what about my local hospital? And there, there had been some speculation years ago about uh, the fact that, you know, Gander and Grand Falls-Windsor, although they serve two completely different geographical regions and very large ones at that, there were some concerns that, you know, they're in fairly close proximity, about an hour or so apart, that there might be some impact there. What What is the future of the hospital in Grand Falls-Windsor? Yeah, well, obviously that all will be determined when it comes to the decisions to come uh, later. But what I can say is that, you know, through the Health Accord, there's been identified three, I guess, uh, primary healthcare centres within the province. 
and one is in Eastern with uh, the Health Science Center, and then the hospital in Cornerbrook would be Western. In central Newfoundland, it will be different, and it does present a unique situation in that you know, Grand Falls, Windsor, and Gander will remain and uh, remain sustainable, and we expect to thrive, but it will be one center under two roofs. And really, neither facility has the capacity to handle the entire uh, you know, load of healthcare needs within the central region. It's a huge geographical region. There's 92,000 people in this region. And, you know, it's about consolidating services. It's about figuring out what should go where. And that's not only going to happen in central, but really all over the province. And another reason why people need to get engaged. But for us, you know, this is definitely not a Grand Falls, Windsor versus Gander thing. I've spoke to Mayor Farrell on this, Farrell on this several times. And we both are speaking from the same uh, book, we want our communities to make sure that we have solid health care, not only for our residents, for the people in the region, the communities that surround us. And in order to do that, there's going to be some difficult decisions. And, you know, we just want to make sure that in fairness to everybody, that decisions are being made based on uh, fact-based, evidence-based uh, decisions, no matter what it is. So it's nothing to do with one or the other because, quite frankly, if either healthcare center was to be downgraded to a community hospital, I think it would uh, devastate communities economically and, and from a health perspective as well. So we're willing to work with everybody, and that's one thing I want to, to stress in all this is you know, we've made it known to the minister, to the premier, to uh, the stakeholders with the health accord. Uh, to the new board that's going to be formed uh, through Mr. Diamond, that we want to be willing partners in this. You know, we want to cooperate. We feel like we are in a good position to be able to support the changes in the health accord, that we can uh, use the expertise and the experience within our community through the healthcare professionals to uh, really help the health accord implementation be successful. And really, that's what it's all about. And there's no easy answers here. We all know, we hear people all the time, you know, government needs to do something, government uh, needs to do this, but really solutions are few and far between. And uh, that's going to be the difficult thing. But I do know that the Premier and particularly Minister Osborne, since he's been in the role, have been uh, very active, as you know, and I look to commend them on that. And, you know, it's, this is a long-term process and something that's going to take many years, uh, but it's important that we take every step seriously and we do it right in order for it to be the best it can be for, for all residents of the province. Our guest today on On Target is Grand Falls, Windsor, Windsor Mayor uh, Barry Manuel, and we're talking about the future of health care in central Newfoundland. And Barry, I know one of the um, topics of concern has been obstetrical services. It's been a problem um, for some time in central Newfoundland. I want to talk to you a little bit about that when we come back after the break, right after this. Weekdays on VOCM, it's Open Line with your host, Patty Daly. Join the conversation each morning from 9 a.m. to noon on your VOCM. We get people talking. Our guest today on On Target is the mayor of Grand Falls, Windsor, Barry Manuel, and they have a, a big meeting planned on Wednesday evening for the public to learn more about what's being discussed and planned for central Newfoundland when it comes to health care and um Barry, the mayor of Gander recently came out expressing his very serious concerns about obstetrical services, which, of course, uh, I don't need to tell you, it's been bouncing between Grand Falls, Windsor and Gander for some time now, especially, you know, during the summer months and that sort of thing. And he's worried it might end up being one or the other. What will it mean 
for your area if obstetrical services are lost in one area or another? Well, first of all, I mean, obviously, it's a very important issue. You're talking about, you know, bringing life into the world, and uh, there are a lot of serious concerns uh, that could come from that when it comes from a healthcare perspective. And we want obstetrics to be accessible to everybody in the province, quite frankly. Uh, you know, and whether it's in Grand Falls, Windsor, or Gander, um, if there's one, the reason for that is, again, the health accord. And we've been told numerous times that you know, once the health accord begins its implementation, one of the suggestions is that orthopedic, or sorry, the obstetrics would be in one location and for all of central Newfoundland. And the suggestion was that that location would be in Grand Falls, Windsor. Now, if today or tomorrow I was to hear that uh, Gander were going to retain their obstetrical services, uh, I would be happy for the people there and the, and the region and the more people would be able to access it. But the point is that we've been told multiple times that the result here is going to be one. And if it is to be one, and the suggestion in the health accord is that it's Grand Falls, Windsor, uh, then again, it should go back to evidence-based decision-making and, you know, suggestions are made throughout the health accord for many different services. And you look at obstetrics with Grand Falls, Windsor having the stable, you know, uh, unit here for many years and the professional staff and pediatricians and gynecologists and the surgeons and everything that would support a healthy obstetrics unit. Um, you know, I can't speak to details of the past, uh, I guess, struggles with obstetrics in Gander, but to me, it's uh, something that we had to look at the facts and the evidence in order to make that decision. Uh, and the fact is that we're being told it's going to be one. So for us, you know, uh, again, it's a unique situation here in Central, but the way I understand it is that uh, from what we've been told, again, through the health accord and the many meetings, is that, you know, someone who is expecting in Central Newfoundland will still be able to have their uh, health care needs met throughout the pregnancy, uh, will be able to meet with their doctors, uh, either in person, virtually, um, you know, how that unfolds, of course, is for the provincial government and the new board to explain. But I think it's important to say that, you know, government, and I'm sure this is something that will be planned once the new health board comes in uh, to effect, is that it's important to raise awareness and really educate the people of the province in what this health accord means and what the decisions are, what the rationale is. And in in order to get buy-in, that's going to be so important because I feel now, uh, not only with obstetrics, but with a lot of issues, uh, people really don't understand what the plan is to fix these issues. And I think government uh, will be doing more of that. I certainly hope so, because I think it's essential to the success of that implementation. And you look at obstetrics for being suggested for Grand Falls, Windsor, there's a Center for Excellence in Aging in the Health Accord, and that's suggested uh, to be in Gander. And, you know, they have geriatrics and orthopedics and the many things that would lend themselves to orthopedics. So really, it's just us paying attention to the Health Accord and understanding that there is only going to be one, and wherever that is should be done based on the evidence that's available. And uh, we want to see Gander residents represented uh, in healthcare and all residents province, same as we want our own. But uh, we have to understand that this is a plan that's going to be implemented, and uh, you know the suggestions that are made are important to adhere to. 
It's tough, though, because when you're talking about this, uh, access to obstetrics, that's the future of a community. That's the future of a region. And if a young couple uh, are living, let's say, in Wesleyville, um, and they know that the nearest obstetrical services are in Grand Falls, Windsor, that is, a, well, that's a two-and-a-half, three-hour drive at, at the very least over roads that, as we know, in the wintertime especially, are, are not the best. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it is difficult, but again, it's where the province definitely needs to educate people on what this means to them because, you know, they're not just going to leave people without obstetrics. It's going to be in Grand Falls, Windsor when it's time to birth the baby if the suggestion is followed, but there are things in place that would ensure care throughout the pregnancy and access to physicians and so forth, but what I will say just to that, uh, Linda, is, you know, there's no different when you look at New West Valley and the argument you presented. Well, I could talk about the people in Bay Vert area and Fleur de Lis uh, who are farther away from Gander than New West Valley is away from Grand Falls, Windsor. So, you know, again, you draw a map of Central or look at the map and, and draw a circle, and in the center is Grand Falls, Windsor. So in fairness to everybody in the region, because those issues uh, are tough, but they exist everywhere. And this is where, again, I think understanding how the healthcare needs are going to be met, because really all people want, I think, and they deserve is stable healthcare um, services for all people of the province, and particularly when it comes to that of an emergency and that those needs are going to be met. So, you know, it's not up to me to explain how everything is going to be uh, done, but I do know that it's important to do so because if not, as the health accord implementation continues, I think uh, if there's not a good understanding and buy-in from uh, people of the province, then there's going to be a lot of, uh, you know, I guess a lot of pushback, and then things tend to get political sometimes, and Quite frankly, that's not in the best interest of anybody in the province. So, uh, again, I look forward to the province doing more education and awareness, explaining to everybody how, and not only obstetrics, but how all these services are going to work when there's consolidations or changes in uh, one particular area or another. So obstetrics is just one part of it, and I know we talked about it because it's it's been in, in conversation out there. But what about other services like cancer care or uh, surgical procedures, uh, cardiac catheterizations, will it be one or the other when it comes to some of those types of procedures? How is that going to work? Well, again, that's a better question put to the new board and to the province in terms of how that's exactly going to work. But I mean, we in Central are unique, as I said, by having two facilities uh, going to be the healthcare center. Neither can be the one center for capacity reasons. We already have consolidations of services in one or the other in Grand Falls, Windsor, and Gander. If someone in Grand Falls, Windsor breaks a bone, you have to go to Gander to see the orthopedics. There's mental health services here in Grand Falls, Windsor that people from Gander have to uh, come in. So there is going to be more consolidation of services in that, and I expect that that will be the case in the other regions as well because you have these main centers who would take uh, on a lot of the responsibility of uh, of the main work, but at the same time, you know, you want to make sure that everybody in every reason, region has reasonable access. So you talk about virtual care and improving that and having a reliable uh, ear and road uh, ambulance service. You know, th- these are all things that need to be looked at. And as I said, 
You know, this is a very complex, complicated uh, problem, uh, if you will, when it comes to health care. The health accord is the document that is meant to, uh, to fix it and for us to look at a long term for future generations and for now uh, to have better health care for everyone in the province. So, you know, those questions is in terms of where things are going to be specifically, I don't think all the decisions have been made at this point. And uh, certainly there's still some, uh, you know, decisions that uh, may not have even been considered and will come up as this process continues to go forward. But again, we want to be supportive partners in this. And uh, I think it's important that people buy in and it's important that people educate themselves. The Health Accord document is available online for anybody who wants to see it. Uh, and it's a good exercise to get familiar with it because it is what's going to shape our health care in the future. And as municipal leaders, uh, we want to make sure that we are uh, letting our, our residents know and residents of the region how it may impact them. So no decisions made yet? Is that what I'm hearing you say? That, you know, it's, they have an idea of how it's going to work, but they don't know exactly how it will work? Well, again, in the health accord, there's suggestions, you know, so there, there'll be a lot of suggestions and obstetrics is an example of a suggestion that's made for uh, Grand Falls, Windsor. Um, the Center for Healthy Aging is a suggestion made for uh, the Gander area, and there are many of those. But really, the province to date has been uh, awaiting the amalgamation of the boards, the regional boards, into one provincial board, and that's supposed to take effect in April, I believe, April 1. Uh, so it'll be that provincial health authority uh, that will be charged with, you know, looking at the recommendations and uh, determining ultimately what the final decisions will be when the, when the decisions are to be made. But there's things like community teams that we hear a lot about that is a new way of delivering health care within communities, you know, to develop a social network so that uh, patients are cared for, but not in the traditional sense. We have a crisis around family doctors that needs to be uh, addressed. The recruitment and retention issue is is huge. Uh, all these things are um, are important, obviously, to finding solutions to what is going on. I know in, in Grand Falls, Windsor, and as a municipality, we've been getting involved in recruitment and retention ourselves to reach out to the medical community. We've had you know, family days for physicians and their families. We've had uh, uh, socials for residents who are in town for their mes medical residencies. We give tours of the community. Uh, we want to make sure that they understand that this is a good place to practice and to live. And as a municipality, our options are limited in what we can control. But one thing we can't control is you know, doing things like uh, coming up with new programs and events and uh, improving quality of life, uh, focus on concerts in the park and bouncy castles around town and walking trails and, you know, uh, cross-country skiing and all the things that people want to do in a good work-life balance. So recruitment and retention for a place like Grand Falls, Windsor and Gander as a central community example, uh, it's crucial for those hubs to have stable uh, medical services and particularly when it comes to family doctors uh, because those are the family doctors that are going to also be reaching out within the region to provide health care where it's uh, where it's needed and uh, you know it's it's something that we all have a part to play in quite frankly 
And I want to explore that whole idea of recruitment and retention with you when we come back after the break. Our guest today on On Target is the mayor of Grand Falls, Windsor, Barry Manuel. We'll be back right after this. Join us for On Target, one hour in which Linda Swain examines topics that mean the most to you. On Target, weekday afternoons at 1 on your VOCM. Our guest today on On Target is the mayor of Grand Falls, Windsor, Barry Manuel. And Barry, you were talking about recruitment and retention and some of the things that the town has done to make it a more, I guess, livable kind of place uh, so that people can enjoy that work-life balance that we all talk about and strive towards. Um, but in Bonavista recently, the town is struggling there with its own health care challenges and council giving some serious consideration to things like bonuses and um Uh, offers of um, service lots for a dollar, this kind of thing, to attract physicians to the area. Is Grand Falls, Windsor, anywhere close to contemplating those kinds of things? Well, I think really it's difficult to compare Grand Falls, Windsor to Bonavista just in terms of the population and, you know, the geography. Uh, We are servicing a much larger population, and we do have problems with family doctors. I'll be quite honest with you. I mean, we've lost probably about 50% or about to lose family doctors in Grand Falls, Windsor, and it's a problem all over the province. And you talk about Harbor Breton and Baybert and New West Valley, you mentioned, I mean, uh, Fogo now apparently are going to be getting a new doctor, which is great for them, but uh, it's not a unique issue, you know, and I commend the town of Bonavista being proactive in going out and looking for uh, their own way to get physicians to Bonavista. And, you know, I know of other communities that are thinking the same. And I think about our friends in Bishop's Falls. I was talking to Mayor King recently and, you know, uh, we're just uh, 10 kilometers away and uh, they're thinking of something similar and looking into that. I guess, you know, every community has to do what's best to try to get the health services, especially in these desperate situations. And I just named a few of the locations in the province that are in uh, these predicaments. I guess my only concern around it would be uh, if it were to get into, uh, you know, bidding wars between different municipalities uh, trying to get the doctors to come to their particular region, which is not uh, not ideal, I don't believe, but I don't blame them one bit for what they're doing, and I think they should be commended for being proactive. There's a lot of issues that need to be worked out with recruitment and retention, uh, again, that are above the municipal level. And we know there's all kinds of talk in the news about, uh, you know, the compensation models, which is huge. Uh, The fact that the family doctors, uh, you know, between overhead for their businesses, uh, which essentially they are, and the administration work and workload, there are a bunch of things that can be done to improve, uh, improve work life for family doctors. And I think if you could do that, if government could fix the problems that exist with family doctors, then that is going to do a lot to uh, to help solutions to all the other issues because they're uh, such an essential item. So, you know, for us, again, what we've been doing is, is trying to make Grand Falls Windsor the very best it can be. And I think every community is going to try to do the same. Um, we've discussed other incentives, maybe uh, discounts to health facilities or pools or um, different tickets to events and that sort of thing. You know, and maybe that is something that we will uh, we will be doing. But for now, I think we're anxious to hear what the plans are uh, 
from the province to continue uh, with better recruitment and retention to try to get stable uh, services for all over the province. And uh, really, you know, for us, that's that's something we've got to wait on and really don't have much to say about. Indeed. And ultimately, the, um, it's up to the uh, regional health authorities and the province to sort that out. Uh, but when it comes to the regional health authorities, and you alluded to it earlier, will it... Will the merger of the four health authorities help things along, or or might they create a few more challenges? Well, I mean, again, that's the, that's a question for uh, I don't want to be repetitive, but it's a, it's above my uh, level as a municipal leader uh, to answer that question directly. I certainly hope so. Uh, I believe that it will. I think that the provincial health authority is going to be charged with a ton of important decisions and. The implementation of the health accord uh, is amongst the most important, along with all the other challenges that we face as a province in healthcare. Um, you know, there are ways to get involved in either the provincial or also the regional councils, which are going to be a big part of this. So, individuals who have an interest in regions should really look into. I think if you find on uh, Engage NL, maybe you'll be able to find some uh, information and also the uh, Health Accord uh, on the government website of how people can get involved. But really, you know, what can be an advantage, I think, is, is what they talk about in decentralization. And what I mean by that is, you know, spreading services around over the province. If it's going to be one health board, you know, we no longer are uh, restricted in geography to just have you know, brick and mortar in one particular area that handles everything. Uh, now technology has allowed us to do a lot of things, uh, not necessarily on site. So, you know, things like uh, uh, IT and uh, procurement and uh, HR, you know, there's, a, there's several more, I'm sure, that will be done. But I hope that the plan is to spread those around the province in different areas. It'll do a lot to uh, help with rural sustainability, for one thing. And I know that there's still some technology that's lacking in a lot of areas of the province, but I understand that is uh, a plan that's that's moving forward federally to try to address that. Uh, but having these services that technology allows outside of one hub and for instance you know uh, the Avalon is as the biggest uh, part of the province and normally would be the place for the provincial health board and likely a lot of the main uh, services will be there but there is an opportunity to have a lot of others that would economically would help the province and uh, certainly uh, would be beneficial I think for the province as a whole. What's the role of municipalities as outlined in the Health Accord? Well, I mean, there's uh, several things, really. I guess the big one that uh, I think about when I uh, think about municipalities and the Health Accord is the talk of social determinants of health. You hear that a lot lately, and you see it a lot in the Health Accord. The social determinants of health, things that... Uh, can be done that are preventive in nature to make sure that uh, people are uh, are healthy. Uh, community teams are going to come into play when it comes to the social determinants, but also just the programs and offerings and the uh, activities that we as a municipality do and other municipalities as well to ha- make sure that all ages and abilities can have uh, access 
active opportunities within their community uh, to ensure that uh, they are healthier. And obviously, it's hard to quantify, but you know that if you have a healthier population, then you're going to take a strain off the healthcare system. And I think that's where the social determinants of health come in, and it goes far. Uh, broader than that and you talk about the education and you know again these community teams where you're going to have a number of people social workers and uh, maybe chiropractors or physiotherapists and uh, doctors all on one team taking care of a patient so that's definitely a different way to do things and you know we've done everything from baby yoga to uh, ballroom dancing in Grand Falls Windsor we've had over 100 new programs so uh, we really want to make sure that we're giving our residents an opportunity to be active. And being active means being healthy. Uh, and also mental health is is just as important. And we hear a lot about that as well. Uh, and we've worked with our local health authority and hospital in some uh, mental health conferences that the town have held with uh, stakeholders in the region to discuss the issues uh, around, you know, mental health in youth. I know we have a genomics project here in Central that is focused on uh, hearing loss and has been for some years now, but there's talk, of course, of uh, some uh, research into the mental health gene and uh, looking at that, and that's going on, and that's, you know, real uh, real research from uh, several universities, including MUN, that is huge not only here, but worldwide, really. So... There's things that we can do to partner to make sure that our citizens have active opportunities. And again, we're, we want to work with the province. So whatever we can do, we look forward to uh, discussing with the new health authority and with other communities so that we can work together. And, and that's what's going to make this uh, health accord successful. And it's such an important time, I think, in our history when it comes to health care, that it's important that we all get engaged and we all uh, have a very positive and cooperative attitude. Our guest today on On Target is the mayor of Grand Falls, Windsor, Barry Manuel. Uh, we're talking about uh, health care, the health accord and uh, coming changes to the health care structure, is, uh, particularly as it rela- uh, relates to central Newfoundland. We'll be back right after this. Got plans for midnight? Bring your VOCM along with the best soundtrack for every night anywhere. The VOCM All Night Show, midnight on your VOCM. And the town of Grand Falls, Windsor, and the Community Healthcare Coalition is having a meeting, a public meeting, Wednesday evening at the Classic Theater in High Street to discuss healthcare in the region. And uh, that's the reason why we have Mayor Barry Manuel joining us now. So, what is the Grand Falls, Windsor Healthcare Community Coalition, and what is it doing? Well, the Healthcare Coalition is something that uh, was implemented probably. Uh, about a year and a half ago, at least in the, the initial stages, as you mentioned, Cyril Farrell, who's a retired administrator here and uh, and someone who's been involved from a board perspective with our local hospital here and the central uh, board. Uh, he's the chairperson and he's gathered together along with the town uh, a number of people who have taken on a workload to stay on top of the changes in healthcare and this health accord and what's being planned and to dig deeper where council and 
our existing staff really don't have the capacity to uh, dig into any one issue. And even as important as this one is, we felt we needed some additional support from people who uh, have expertise in healthcare. We've got a retired doctor on our committee as well. Uh, we had, but just recently, uh, because uh, the gentleman moved, we had to lose a administrator in healthcare for over 30 years all over uh, Canada. And we've got a communications person there. We've got the retired educator, uh, a retired ER nurse, so and a lawyer. Uh, so we got a good mix of people and. The whole intent is to have this coalition of uh, credible, smart, hardworking people, and I can't tell you how much work they've done, uh, you know, on behalf of the citizens here, and uh, they have done amazing work and really understand what the changes are coming and have had uh, tons of meeting with different stakeholders. Uh, you know, I mentioned recruitment and retention. Uh, they recently uh, submitted a list of 18 recommendations to the town of Grand Falls, Windsor, uh, suggestions that uh, they feel we should consider for adoption on a go forward that they think would help recruitment and retention uh, from a municipal point of view. And they've shared that document with the uh, provincial department. So, you know, again, in talking about cooperation, I guess uh, that's definitely uh, important. And really, these committees are something that uh, we feel not only in healthcare, but we look to have a youth advisory committee uh, set up. There's, you know, economic development opportunities um, and the uh, the Aboriginal um community. We have a healthy community there that we'd like to have a, a committee. And what I'm getting at is having these people who are not directly on council or work with the town, but are willing to give their time to a particular issue. And in this case, it's the health coalition towards health care. And uh, they've done a great job. So Cyril Farrell will be there on Wednesday evening at seven o'clock. Uh, he'll provide a short presentation, as will Councillor Holly DeWire, who's on the coalition and also uh, is our representative with the Central Health's um, Community Health Group. And uh, myself, I'll be uh, giving a short presentation and also moderating, but then we'll turn it over to the participants and the citizens and residents from the region that are there to hear from them. And you know, we are not there to be able to tell uh, them what the healthcare decisions are going to be. Uh, we're just there to let them know what we've learned and from what we've learned, what they need to be aware of and what uh, they really should be aware of for the future of healthcare and, and the betterment of everybody. Uh, and I think that, again, should spread all across the province, Linda, like people really need to uh, understand what the changes are. And the province, again, I expect we'll be doing more education because it's crucial to have people understand the changes that are planned uh, to fix a lot of these issues that exist. And the Healthcare Coalition in Grand Falls, Windsor have done a, a great job. You know, they're going to be looking into recruitment and retention for nurses and other healthcare professionals now as well. And they've given the community recommendations on governance. And so it's just an opportunity to have a group of dedicated, knowledgeable individuals in healthcare to help council uh, and the town make sure that our interests are, uh, are protected and that we understand what the changes are and we can be proactive uh, and involved as this continues to unfold. 
I know you're waiting to hear what people have to say Wednesday evening, but have you heard any specific concerns about the impact on healthcare in the region? Um, anything that people perhaps are worried about or hearing that might not necessarily be um, accurate? Yeah, well, I mean, that's always uh, the case. I mean, this day and age, uh, I find, and I say this a lot, one of the biggest challenges is communication uh, when it comes to municipal government or any level of government, really, because communication these days is so disjointed, trying to reach everybody and getting a message out there is uh, is very difficult. And as a result, uh, it's more difficult to uh, get facts and correct information out there. And, and that in itself is is an issue. But when it comes to people in our region, it's really no different than other regions in the province. People are worried about losing their family doctor. We, like the rest of the province, have a big segment of our population now without a family doctor. That obviously adds extra strain onto our emergency room and other physicians in the area. So there's a domino effect when it comes to negative impacts of, of having the family doctor situation uh, that we're struggling with. And we have the ER closures. So, you know, it's been commonplace in the last four, five, six months uh, at least to see uh, PSAs from the local health authority talking about all the emergency room closures in the area, temporary closures. So you got, uh, you know, again, Harbor Breton is mentioned and Newest Valley is mentioned and uh, you have Fogo and Bayvert and, uh, you know, sometimes other facilities as well. And, that, again, puts more pressure on uh, our ER because Grand Falls, Windsor, and this is coming from talking to professionals and doctors who work in the ER and people who are nurses and other professionals, we're bursting at the seams here like a lot of emergency rooms in the province already. So when you have a stressed environment trying to deal with uh, patients' needs in the appropriate way, and then you have... Uh, these emergency rooms in other areas closing and forcing people from all those areas to travel to Grand Falls, Windsor for their emergency needs, then not only uh, these people having to travel is a huge issue, and uh, and it's an issue for us too because, you know, whatever is a problem for these regional communities is a problem for Grand Falls, Windsor. But then to have all those extra patients coming to Grand Falls, Windsor in an already uh, you know, overcapacity ER puts such stress and strain on the professionals, and you hear it all the time with the burnout of the uh, the nurses and and the doctors, and how people are moving to other options uh, outside, or you know, going with travel agencies, or giving up full time jobs to go to uh, part time so that they can breathe and not have the stress uh, that they normally have. So you know, mental health and addictions is a bigger problem than ever. Uh, and it's something else that obviously needs a lot of attention. So all these things I expect to be things that have come up and more. And again, we can't take on the role of the province or the new health authority to provide answers that should come from that realm. Uh, but what we can do is be good listeners and to take the information that we learn, provide the information that we already know, and then together we would bring our concerns forward to uh, to the new board and to province to make sure that uh, they understand what they are and that our interests are protected here in Central. So if you had one message then to the residents of Grand Falls, Windsor, what would it be? Why is it important to attend this this meeting? 
Well, I think it's important just because we want people to uh, to know more about what's going on. Uh, you know, the health accord has been tossed around as a, as a term, and uh, I don't think a lot of people are paying uh, attention to it. You know, we got such a, a strange world these days when it comes to um, COVID and trying to still get completely away from that, if we ever will. And uh, people are busy and there's lots of things going on in their personal lives. And the economic situation of the day is is very stressful for people. So it's easy to understand why people are not paying close attention to this. But it is what's going to shape our future, the health accord for healthcare in the province and people in the community need to know how it's going to impact them and uh, that way they can act on their own if they so wish or they can become uh, part of a uh, an information group that we'd like to start so that we can provide updates on a regular basis and just make sure that our residents are aware of um, the changing healthcare as we go forward and you know it's going to be a lot of it and it's going to be uh, over the course of a number of years so we want to make sure that we stay engaged and the more residents that we can get informed and educated the more the word will spread and the better off uh, everybody will be. So when and where? The meeting itself is going to be 7 p.m. on Wednesday evening at the Classic Theatre in Grand Falls, Windsor. It's on High Street. Uh, we are asking people to pre-register if if they can. Uh, all the information is on the town's Facebook page, um, but also, you know, people can show up and come in without pre-registration. So you don't have to do that. And uh, we're expecting a big crowd. So, you know, pre-registration, I would suggest to people to do just to make sure that your seat is is available in case we get too many people to be able to accommodate within the facility. But we look forward to having a good discussion about healthcare, and, again, uh, getting as much information out as we can and listening to the people and uh, and together, you know, doing our part with the uh, others in the province and other regions to make sure that this health accord is successful because it's it's such an important document for future health care and I think everybody recognizes that uh, from a government perspective at all levels so uh, that's the message I would give is, is get out you know have your voice heard. And Barry before we go deepest condolences to the people of Grand Falls Windsor on the passing of uh, your uh, longtime member of the um, uh, Grand Falls Windsor Fire Department dispatcher there uh, I know it was a terrible blow. Yeah, the Peter Anstey had passed away uh, last week with a had a an ongoing battle with cancer. It was a relatively short one. I know Peter uh, really well because he's just a year older than I am, so he was only a young man, just uh, 53 years old, and he was one of the most dedicated people that you would uh, you would see. And his peers echoed that this weekend at uh, the service that was held for his uh, funeral. And uh, condolences from us as well to the family. And he'll be missed. You know, he gave a lot to the youth firefighter program as an instructor. He really uh, was a wealth of knowledge when it came to training other firefighters. And, uh, and, you know, it's a sad day and it just uh, reminds us all how short life is and why we need to not sweat the small stuff. Indeed. Um, uh, Barry Manuel, I really appreciate your time this afternoon. All the best now on your meeting, and I'm sure you'll keep us up to date on what comes out of it. Absolutely. Uh, thanks, Linda. I always appreciate your time. Keep up the great work. 
Thank you. And we'll be back tomorrow. We're going to have a very in- interesting conversation about a very large community in Newfoundland and Labrador who have made a huge impact on this province. Uh, I'll tell you more tomorrow. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone.